episode 16 of The Sweet Peaceful. I am your host, The Candyman, Kelton Burns. Today I am joined by The Chocolate Man, Alex Curtis. Chocolate? Yeah, chocolate's candy too, man. Uh, <laughs> a wild introduction. But well, what's up? <laughs> and The Lollipop Man, Devin Luna. What the fuck? The Lollipop? Okay. How's it going, Kelton's suckers? General candy. All candy, and we're specific. I'm candies. like I'm like Willy Wonka, and then you guys are like respected rulers of your own areas. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll take. I'll take it. All right. Um. All right. So, a lot of shit happened this week. Um, I platinum to Ghost of Tsushima, so I can now completely say that I have finished that game. Um, just kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit with you guys, like. If you guys feel like you're burned out on it, you're taking a break, you're kind of done with it, or do you think you'll pick it up again later? Because like, now that I'm at the end of the road and I've 100%ed, completed every single thing to do in that game, I feel like I'm like at the top of the mountain looking down, and I'm like, oh man, I don't think it's worth it getting up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had a couple moments where, I, where I've been thinking about picking it back up. I just see it on my PlayStation screen, and I'm like, yeah, I should definitely... Should definitely try to get back into it and try to finish it, but uh, I don't know. From hearing your perspective on it, it sounds like exactly kind of what I'm expecting is that it's it's not really going to change a whole lot from here on out. I feel like I've unlocked most of the progression things, like all the yeah. equipment that you can get and like different moves and whatnot that you can unlock. The last mythic ability that you unlock from like the legendary heroes is mm-hmm. um, an R1 ability to light your sword on fire. Because the final area is a snow area. That one looks and then cool. But... It's not that cool because it, it lasts like four hits. And um, at that point in the game, the enemies are so strong that like they're just going to burn until the fire goes away usually. Yeah. So it's like I barely ever even used it. <laughs> Devin, are you fucking? Are you going to climb it, climb back in, dude? Uh, I'd like to say I'd want to climb back in just so I didn't waste my money on this game. But yeah, I get burned out after just playing like 30 minutes of it. Do you not feel like you uh, already got your money's worth? I mean, I guess. Yeah. I did play for a decent amount. Yeah. It's really pretty. Definitely, like, in general, it's a, it's a cool game. It's, but yeah. But I, I hate know. I hate buying games and not beating them, dude. It's like I, I need to beat them. I need to fucking beat them. You and Kelton, just same boat there. I'm not going to fucking 100% plat it. <laughs> no, no way. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, definitely when I buy a game, I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to beat this. Because right, right when I finished Ghost of Tsushima, I was like, okay, what is next in my backlog that I haven't beaten? I realized I was about 60% of the way through Concrete Genie, which is another PlayStation 4 exclusive. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pick that back up. And I um, got into the final act of that game. Probably end up trying to platinum that. Concrete soon. Genie. Um, also this week, I touched on it briefly last week, but Fortnite Season 4 came out. And I kind of want to talk about this with you guys. just Disgusting. because. Disgusting. Kind of brings up an interesting topic, but uh, <laughs> with Fortnite Season 4, they decided to put all of their own storytelling and all of their own mythos and shit of Fortnite on pause, and Season 4 is an entire Marvel collaboration, so the map has been redesigned, a ton of points of interest got brought in that are Marvel, like, you're now on a helicarrier when you're waiting to jump on the island, there's, like, destroyed robots scattered across the map, there's Doomsday's men... Uh, Tony Stark robots are roaming around. The whole battle pass and everything in the battle pass is Marvel items. Um, and 
I thought this was interesting because for me, it was like, okay, it's another licensed collaboration, but they're going really hardcore this time. But I know that for some people, it kind of left a bad taste in their mouth where they're like, if I wanted to play a Marvel game, I'd go buy the Avengers game. If I wanted to like play with superheroes, I'd be playing a superhero game. I wanted to play Fortnite because I like Fortnite for Fortnite. I don't want to play this reskinned as something else. Um, and I thought that was interesting because I remember hearing um, similar sentiments when they started doing collaborations with marvel in the beginning and like and like air jordan and like all those little like john wick collabs and all those things and people started to complain that they're like this game's kind of turning into a billboard for other um, movies shows and other games and they didn't like that because it kind of rubbed them the wrong way but for me i always found it exciting because i was like okay that's really cool that they're bringing all this other stuff into this game because like imagine you're playing call of duty and they added like a john wick dog skin into the game of course you'd be like hyped and want to get it because it's like yeah. from something else that you really like so at I thought the that same was time i don't know i always saw it as a cash grab dude it was just like hey what's popular right now what can we fucking make the most money off of right now and then they yeah. just plop it into the game and then all the little kids are like oh my god i just saw the marvel movie time to go buy the skin yeah yeah no definitely they're gonna cash hard on that stuff and that brings it also in the topic that they like rip tiktok dances and at this point now they're they'll just work with tiktok like famous tiktokers and that's just like, wild their name will be in the game under the emote and it'll have the actual song with the actual real lyrics and words and stuff in there so it's like um i feel like fortnite's one of the first games where we're really seeing this like multi-level marketing all like fueling into this game so much so much yeah, it seems like, uh, from what you said, it sounds like it might be a little bit overdone on the Marvel shit this season, like, going that heavily onto it, because, I don't know, I, I feel like I can see the merit, and I can see the excitement and the joy of having a game that you really like, and then bringing in a bunch of, like, really familiar things from other entertainment, whether that be shows or TVs or movies, uh, whatever, but, yeah, I think there's a point where you can overdo it. And that sounds like that might be the case with this season, though. It sounds like you're still fucking having a good time with it, so. Yeah, for some reason, last season didn't really vibe with me very well. It was cool. But uh, this season, I really like a lot of the changes they made. Like, they brought back Porter Riffs. Um, Riffs are starting to take place in the story again. And then, like, they brought back Porter Forts and a bunch of other items that I really like. So, so far, I've been enjoying it. It did. It came out on Thursday, and I'm tier 50 already. So, it's like, I do know that I'm going to, like... I know I'll hit the end, and then I'll be like, okay, I can take a break from this now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so another thing I want to talk about, PlayStation 5 pre-order registration has opened up. It opened up, like, I think, five, six days ago. I know, like, right when it opened up, I immediately registered, because you have to register through your PlayStation username. So, like, mm-hmm. it just has you enter in your PlayStation username twice, and then you're registered and you go. I know I, I like, uh, sent the link off. Uh, I think I sent it to both of you, but I might have only sent it to Devin. But... Yeah, you can, like, register for the pre-order, and so whenever they open up, Sony will immediately contact you and be like, here's your slot. You can pre-order the console now. Because we're about two, three months away now, if it's coming out in November. We still have no idea on the price, but mm. it's starting to get close. I'm scared, dude. I want to wait till they, they come out with one of those exclusive versions of it. Yeah, might be a minute. Like a little bundle version. They did like say it. this PlayStation's going to be more customizable than any other... Um, playstation so i'm wondering if like That's we have the ability to change the color of the lights honestly i hope console. that they allow the fan to be a little bit more accessible because i just opened up my playstation and you have to fucking take off so many screws and deal with sketchy hardware while you're just like trying to blow out the fan because my <laughs> my fucking ps4 chugs dude it's just like the whole yeah. fucking time <laughs> it's just chugging 
<laughs> just chugging along. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like, I mean, especially if they're taking steps to make this next PlayStation more customizable. I mean, everything that they're doing with it already was pointing to the direction of them making it more, like, computer-like, like, just, like, fucking It looks like a PC up. tower. Yeah, it's really yeah it does. Yeah. Like, they're just ramping everything up, like... So, I mean, making it more customizable, and then hopefully, I mean, as Devin said, like, plenty of people who have a device like that that fucking is working for this purpose and excelling at it, like the PS5 is, I mean, we're expecting or hoping that it will be, um, you'd think that a lot of people are going to want to take good care of it, including being able to access the inside parts that are going to be getting all gunked up and dusty and potentially... You know, leading to it not performing quite as well as it did in the first place. So it's like, yeah, hopefully we can see that there'll be easy access to certain areas of the machine that you can clean it easier. Like, hopefully that's the case. I mean, who knows? But if you could design and pick on your like your own lights and shit for it, or like change the color of them at least, that'd be pretty sick. Like, yeah, I'd fuck with that. And I, I mean, when they say they're making it more customizable, I'm like, I'm curious if that means they're gonna make it like more moddable and like more open to fucking like weird things that you can do or add to the machine like probably not that's never been like sony's really the way but he did say something weird like it's everybody's going to be able to have their own version of the ps5 yeah i don't like i just sound it's sad that's what it sounds like to me that it's like you could just be throwing around words to like true sell the console true um who knows until it fucking drops speaking of throwing shit around there's this game coming out um well it already came out June 16, 2020, but it's coming to all VR. Uh, it's called Traffic Jams, and, and it's a whole game about throwing your hands around directing traffic, um, and it looks really chaotic. They are on a street corner, and, like, fires start breaking out, and, like, things just seem to be constantly... It seemed like there was, like, zombies at one point. There. Yeah. Like, like, like walking throwing water balloons and... at zombies and shit. Yeah. You're, like, trying to direct traffic, and I, there's zombies walking towards Like, VR games... Like, weird shit. VR games can give me headaches sometimes. In this game, I was like, man, I bet I would get a headache because there's just so much going on. Yeah, no kidding. But. <laughs> that game looked interesting. Another game that looked kind of weird called uh, Drake Hollow. It's now available on Game Pass. It looked like a four-man kind of like, you were comparing it to Portal Knights, but it looked like kind of like you're in a big like open world almost, but you're also like crafting and building together and then yeah. like going and taking down monsters. And It looked like it was more focused on like the just like battling the fucking I forget the name that they have for the enemies in that game um, but it looked like it was more focused on the fighting aspects and the only the only comparison I saw with Portal Knights and like why I fucking immediately pointed that out was because they have set classes and it looks like there's like four like there was like four set characters and they all had different weapons so I can only assume that those weapons are tied to like their class type and they're gonna be tied to their abilities and whatnot. Um, and then the building part, which I was like, I was like, oh, like, I don't know. There was little flashes of it in the trailer of them building things. But then at the end of the trailer, when the guy who was, who had made, it was like responsible for producing the game or whatnot, his, he didn't really say anything about the building aspect. He was just like, yeah, you just hacking and slashing and killing these things with your friends and like whatnot. So it's, it kind of just seems like it's a kind of a PVE based cooperative game that you can play with your friends. Yeah. But it looks pretty cool. Another game I thought looked really cool was uh, Scarlet Nexus, which is coming yeah. out in 2021. This was like a heavy uh, kind of anime-based game. It's been a minute since I played one of those. 
Yeah, it's like um, some Devil May Cry type shit. They're saying it's super combo focused and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, there's lots the two of different, demons. Like, styles of attacks. Yeah. Yeah, the art and like uh, character design of the enemies was really cool. Yeah. Definitely. It was cool that there was. They uh, mentioned that that's the the main point of attraction they wanted people to have was like they wanted people to see weird looking creatures and like these bizarre kind of disturbing looking monsters and they wanted that to be the main point that like hooks people in and gets them interested and like wanting to know more about what's going on um it looks like a game that could be fun for a little while like but it uh, i don't know when i was looking at it it it's like yeah this seems like it's cool but it seems like it would lose its luster kind of quickly yeah it looks like something i'd want to rent from like redbox and burn through really fast yeah yeah um, but yeah, another game I know that I'll probably burn through really fast and then burn through it over and over again until I get the platinum is uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Mm. So they released an eight minute long uh, gameplay video from this game. It looks so sick. I know. Man. I was really excited because like this says they also confirmed that this is going to be a launch title uh, this week for PlayStation Five. So I know that it's going to be like probably the, one of the first games I play on that console. Yeah. And like watching that gameplay video, I just could like feel myself getting like really excited because yeah. The graphics and everything, and, like, me and Alex were, like, watching it together, and we really kept, like, getting blown away by, like, whenever he pulls himself to a rift. It's it's not, like, him jumping forward to the rift like you've seen in previous games where you're, like, in, like, Bioshock Infinite where you see, like, uh, like a shimmer and you click it and your guy flies to it, like, zooms to it. Instead, it's, like, you're pulling all of reality to you. And, like, that visual, (laughs) it almost seemed like they were kind of showing it off a bit because it's so crazy looking. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought it looked fucking dope. I didn't know. I thought you were just gonna be like rifting between worlds, but then he's rifting inside like a specific world and just around mm-hmm. an environment. So yeah. it's cool that they're adding more rift play like that. And then the fucking transition from the animation, like the trailer, to the actual gameplay. Yeah. yeah. That shit was so clean, so clean. <laughs> the animation didn't change at all. All of a sudden, it goes from trailer to like over his shoulder and you're like well yeah. they're in the game now in it. it's you're almost like yeah it. it's all just it's all the same like it's all just in game <laughs> fucking i'm so excited it looks it looks like a pixar movie even more so than the last one because i remember playing the last one that came out in 2016 or like 2017 and being like man this looks incredible we reached pixar quality and then this one it's like oh man we're even like more so now like <laughs> somehow yeah it looks super sick man and i haven't played a ratchet and clank game since like kind of the older ratchet and clank games same um, and I like I really, I definitely was getting down on those. I had a great time playing those when I was younger and whatnot. So, but I didn't play the last one before this. Um, Dude, I still man. I know I said this before, but I highly recommend both of you try out the fucking PlayStation Four Ratchet and Clank. Cause it's not a long game, and it's so fucking good. And yeah. if you like that gameplay, that is what the gameplay is like minus the riffs. Mm. I think I'm just gonna save that sweet, sweet excitement for that <laughs> fucking new Ratchet and Clank coming out, dude. Sweet, sweet <laughs> excitement. Another uh, game coming out this year is Little Nightmares 2. Um, I think I might be the only person here who's played Little Nightmares 1. Um, it looks yep. pretty cool. That whole like uh, little, uh, more like PG-13 type horror game. Um, looks pretty cool. Oh man, yeah, we were kind of talking a lot during that trailer. I was like seeing it out of the corner of my eye. Yeah, uh, I already seen the trailer, and I and I knew that you hadn't played the first game, so I was like, okay, he's probably not. Yeah, really the trailer has one. has weird vibes, just like mannequin parts hanging from the ceiling and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And then it looks I mean, like a 3D. It's like half 3D, half side platforming, like yeah, a side platforming, yeah. but you can still have like a little depth to yeah, your movement. Yeah. That shit's weird. 
Definitely. That's cool. Yeah, looks cool. Uh, I've never been a big fan of side-scroller games, personally. I'm terrible for, at them, uh, usually. Except for fucking Little Big Planet. <laughs> that was a good time. I can get down some side-scrollers. I've tried but, a lot. I've tried, like, uh, Hollow Knights. I've tried... One was, like, about an orbital. I, I don't know. I'm terrible at them. I'm fucking terrible. Speaking of terrible things... Uh, a lot of terrible things happened in the latest episode of Lovecraft Country. Oh, my God. Which I didn't want to, like, go into spoilers, but I know Speaking all three of, of us are watching ooh, that. New episode. Yeah, new episode comes out uh, on every Sunday. Tomorrow. Oh, I thought it was Monday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Damn. Um, and so... Yeah, I without spoiling stuff, I feel like the show took a pretty wild turn in a direction I was not expecting. Real but, quickly, uh, yeah, I could not have foreseen this. Supernatural, a lot of powers. Yeah, no, I, that's why I realized I was like, man, I am not gonna be able to predict exactly what's gonna be going on in this show <laughs> because so much fucking shit just went on. This was like this episode was like a uh, it gave I guess season finale vibes almost. I was like, holy shit, they're packing right? all of this into the second episode. What's gonna right. come on the third episode? Yeah, I feel like they could have like, they could have stretched out a couple things like in a couple scenarios that were going down within the show like, but they just I mean they just dove right into it and then and then that makes me excited to continue watching it because I'm like man if this is episode fucking two like <laughs> what is gonna be going on in the next like how are, seems like, like they're really quickly kind of like trying to set up the premise of the show yeah. so they can get into whatever the show is going to be yeah um so yeah I'm excited for it to get there then <laughs> for it to be like. All right, this is where like this yeah. is where it's actually at. You yeah, know, this like, is what the oh, show is gonna be about. Man. Yeah, dude. So for anyone, if you haven't watched Lovecraft Country yet, fucking go watch it. Yeah. The only thing I was bummed was about was that uh, the pilot episode because a lot of pilots they usually add more time to it. The pilot was seventy minutes, but this one was only fifty, dude. I was like, damn. Yeah. If only yeah. if only all of them are seventy. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like. Between 40 minutes and an hour is a really good length uh, for the type of show like this, like where it's like in-depth and there's a lot of stuff going on. And 70 minutes is like almost like a almost like a short movie. It was a mini-movie. I liked yeah. it. I liked it for that reason. I was like, damn, this is a lot of Well, a lot of times shit. like the pilot of a show will be long and then the season finales will be long. Yeah. yeah. But another show that like we are all watching that's kind of like does that really quick, like almost no filler business until last night when I was watching <laughs> it was uh, God of High School. And oh, so, like, yeah. a lot of those, there's a lot of episodes you got in high school when, like, so much is going on. And then the, we watched uh, some episodes last night, and there was, um, there was, like, filler in some of the episodes. Like, we're getting backstories for characters you'll never see again. It was very brief, though, I think. Yeah, like, I don't know. It just, it was kind of weird. It seemed like, like it was going to keep going, though. <laughs> and then, and then he just very abruptly, like, brought it back into the real time. Like, because yeah. he did the flashback for that one character. Um, which, like, I agree, though. It's like, they did the flashback for him, and you're like, okay, like all right, maybe this guy's going to play a role, and then just immediately after they come out of the flashback, he just gets fucking one-tapped by yeah. uh, Dwight, like, or no, yeah. Right. yeah, and those And, like, that was an interesting episode, too, because the main characters are fighting, and they're kind of like uh, like non-climactic fights where, like, they're just getting one-tapped at the end, and it's not, like, a crazy move. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, you see the fucking, like, commissioners having a massive-to-the-death fucking insane assassination Super battle up at the top battle. of a fucking skyscraper. And, like, I was like, that's the fight I want to see because this dude has a scythe, and he's just fucking slicing arms and wings off. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that shit was super sick. Yeah. Um, And then, like, the one girl, like, 
calls a fucking giant dragon in onto the fucking building. Like, all that shit was super cool. That was like, oh, man, I really want to see more of this. And yeah. that was what, it was really giving me Hunter vibes with, like, seeing different Nen powers. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I know the one girl who had the... She had a bunch of weird abilities, but then one, one of her abilities, she just... Hundreds of hands and arms start coming out of the ground and start wrapping around. Or when she has guys. a fucking like, holy fuck giant like chain gun that's a fucking cross, and then at one point she hits a button on the cross and little bear heads all fucking <laughs> shoot out of the fucking the cross fuck? gun and start blasting fucking extra fire yeah. into the blast. Yeah. Like it was nuts. Yeah, dude. like dude. and all that shit. All those like whenever I see it, especially in, because it always happens in like certain animes when you see like crazy abilities that you're like how the fuck it always reminds me of hunter because mm. like mm. that's that real sick like shit where you're like man how the fuck is this dude's power gonna apply to a battle yeah. and then yeah. and then the way it's written is like so sick like like a simple power like bungee gum yeah. or like a fucking pipe or something like that yeah, and then yeah. some people have really insane like someone's racking up debt that's gonna eventually like go over his debt limit and shit like that like <laughs> then like seeing different powers and shit in anime is always just so fucking entertaining yep yep but yeah, especially when nobody has like the same like yeah no one's got like the same abilities and it's like man there are all these different types of powers clashing together it's fucking awesome man I and then there's it. always like that two people go up against each other and you're like is the stronger person gonna win or is the smarter person gonna win yeah because like if this fucking person who's weaker can outsmart him then like then that's like that's those real sick anime fights where they have to break down everything that's going on and what each person is thinking and yeah. stuff um, so far but on the topic of anime uh we watched a trailer for an uh, anime coming out in the later half of this year called burn the witch so i think it's coming out in uh this next season so in a couple months uh this is like a new Crunchyroll anime. I didn't think it looked that cool. It's kind of yeah. like takes place in London and there's dragons, but only people in reverse London can see the dragons. So it's like their responsibility to keep the dragons in check for the rest of London or something like that. I don't know. It just looked kind of like not my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, it was kind of a strange trailer. Uh, it I, was all over the place. Yeah. Like there was, there's so much going on. They're talking about how like the populace can't see the dragons or and i don't know if they were meaning that they can't as in they literally can't see them or, they, <laughs> yeah. or they're like not allowed to like because of the laws that they had passed because it was talking about like oh the laws of uh engagement with yeah, dragons like and, like, 1600s or something human contact that was like outlawed or something but then like but then there's a couple of characters that are just riding dragons and they're like a part of the a part of the commission apparently what it seemed like to like up uphold these dragon laws and i was like man like this is this is all over the place. It's really hard to get a read for like, <laughs> what is what's going on? What is this going to be about? But yeah, probably not one I'm going to watch. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I might peep the first episode just to like, just to see what's happening and like, maybe 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 it'll be good. You never know. But yeah, it looked a little funky. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, on the topic of things that I fucking maybe will be good, and I really fucking hope it's good. So. DC just had a, it's a big kind of like convention where they released trailers for a ton of their upcoming movies. Um, and I wanted to kind of touch on Batman, Black Adam, and Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. So starting off with Batman, uh, this trailer looks really Jeez. sick. Like I, it, I people, thought it was CG at first, I swear to God. Even when I saw the actors' faces, I was like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, that might have been Nerd Rope influence, but like yeah, probably. Fucking, uh, for me, I didn't think it was animated <laughs> in any regard, but like fucking. Robert Pattinson, I know a lot of people were giving him shit and saying, like, oh, he can't play Batman, that's, like, Edward, whatever, he's too much of a pretty boy for Batman, mm-hmm. and I never thought that, because, like, I've seen Robert Pattinson in a lot of different films, and that dude is a really good actor, mm-hmm. and so, and he has, like, the face for it and stuff like that, like, he has the fucking shit he can look like, he can look like, a, like, Bruce Wayne, like, that rich, kind of, like, privileged yeah. kid who's, like, sad, <laughs> yeah. and then you see him fucking, dude, and, like, when, in the in the trailer for the, the new movie, like, you see him just savagely beat the shit out of a guy and break his arm, and I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, this yeah. is the Batman we're getting, this yeah. is sick, like, a, oh, like yeah. a young, savage Batman. Yeah, like, and he's just going fucking hard, too, like, yeah. and that's being specifically, like, he, like, gets the guy with, like, four or five face shots, you hear the arm break. And then he punches him again, and the guy hits the ground. Like, he's knocked out. And then you're like, all right, like, this fight scene is over. And you get a flash of, like, the other clowns in the area. And then it just goes back to fucking Batman. And he just leans down on top of the guy that he's already knocked out and just fucking starts wailing on this knocked out guy. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I'm vengeance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, holy shit, man. Like, And also, the um, all the, like, the Joker followers, like, who all have their faces painted, like, clowns. Man, those guys looked really fucking creepy. Like, yeah. Like, and man. that's a, I wanted to lean more into the horror vibe because like that's what uh the Dark Knight did. Like the Joker followers were kind of creepy with the masks and mm-hmm. stuff during like the bank robbing and stuff. Like, yeah. I thought these to... guys look even more. Yeah. Like, these guys look kind of like meth heady, kind of psycho. Oh yeah, like like gross, kind of just gross. You like gross vibes. Like these guys are giving me. I was like, oh man, I'm, this is fucking dark. I'm pretty sure. Like, so Colin Farrell got casted as the Penguin, and Colin Farrell is like a really good actor. So I think the Penguin's gonna be the main villain of this movie. But they have casted like Catwoman, who's in the trailer. They've mm-hmm. casted. I'm pretty sure they casted the Riddler, um, and then maybe the Joker. So like they are like seem like set up. And so, like, I know we've gone through a lot of Batmans recently, or at least we went through the whole Ben Affleck phase, but I hope this one sticks and we get, like, at yeah. least a trilogy of, like, good, really dark movies. I didn't even watch the Ben Affleck ones. I mean, I saw him when he was a I part of, uh, or what was the one? It was, like, Superman versus Batman. Yeah, I saw him in shit like that, and that was that's his all I needed to movie. see. That's all I needed to see, and I was like, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah I don't need gonna, some like... fucking high-tech Batman. Yeah, Ben Affleck was going to get... And, like, old man Batman, too, is, like, what he was playing, which is kind of weird. But he was going to do his solo movie, and then he decided to drop out of it. And out of that is what we got this Robert Pattinson film from. I like it. Uh, I can fuck with Robert Pattinson. But uh, on the term of Justice League and Ben Affleck, they're trying to set up the next main villain for probably Justice League 2 or whatever they're going to do in the DC universe. So they're making a movie called Black Adam, which is an origin story basically for like almost like DC's Thanos. So imagine if Thanos got his own movie, but like instead it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson playing Black Adam and you're going to get his origin story and probably see why he becomes whatever he is and see his side of the story because that's who... They're all yeah, because Black fight. Adam is uh, what is it, Captain Marvel? Not Captain Marvel. They changed the name. Fucking Shazam's, like yeah, antagonist. Yeah, he and he's a fucking big bad, and that's why he had the same kind of like logo on his chest as Shazam with the yeah. lightning bolt. Mm. But yeah, that trailer was kind of weird. It was very animated. Um, it it seemed like gave me cheesy vibes, dude. I mean, I guess it, maybe it's just anytime <laughs> I see fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a role, it just reads cheesy to me now. Yeah, because he's dude, just it, like. He's a household name of cheese. It's like the second or third year that he's the highest paid actor in the world. Wow. He made more money than any other actor for like the last two or three years. Holy shit. Yeah. He's like... Like, I love him, but like, I don't know. I I could see someone else being cast as him. Give some other actors a chance. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think people just really wanted the fucking giant big actor, and he, he looks the role, that giant muscular fucking macho type dude. Yeah. yeah. So, True. it works out. Um, The next movie, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, basically Wonder Woman 2. This one looks pretty cool. Um, it was kind of weird seeing her, like, Spider-Man fucking swing from lightning bolts and clouds. Didn't know that she could do that. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was, like, that was a little strange, man. It's just, like, lightning bolts coming down, and she's just lassoing them with her <laughs> with her Wonder Woman rope and swinging off of the lightning bolts. And I was like, man. I must have blacked out during this trailer, dude. Yeah, you must have, motherfucker. And, like, Mr. Nerd <laughs> rope boy. <laughs> DC has, like, weird-ass villains, especially, like, shit like Wonder Woman. So she's fighting, like, a fucking tigress lion woman. Yeah. Like, but she's not even, like, a lion woman at, at the start. It's like no, Cats, she's... the musical. She's like that. <laughs> yeah, she does. does look it's also hot. weird seeing that actor as a villain, or that yeah. actress. What's her name? I don't know her name, but fucking... Man, yeah, I agree. She's isn't Doesn't she usually play, like, really awkward? Yeah, really awkward kind of comedy like, roles. Awkward woman role? Like... Yeah, I, it's going to be interesting to see how this works out. And then it looked like the romantic interest from the first movie is kind of, like, time-traveled back. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, because he died. Yeah, he died. He went and killed himself. Yeah. And then suddenly he's back, and he seems to like be like, oh, what, Raider's the thing now? So, like, yeah. I don't know. Was everyone just parachuting now? Like, all this, like, all this shit? I was like, dude, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one, it looked a little funky. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm going to see it, and I hope that it's good. It's the same writer and director as the first one, so yeah. we'll see. For sure. But, uh, yeah, so this week I decided that we're going to play Parental Advisory again, uh, the game from last week. I'm just going to run through the rules real quick again for you guys. So I picked out three movies that I'm pretty fucking confident that you've all seen. Um, <laughs> um, so on IMDb, if for any movie, you can go to the parental advisory section and you can see little blips that parents have written for other parents to read about movies so that other parents can decide whether or not they're comfortable with their kid watching it. So what Alex and Devin are going to do is I'm going to read off five of these from kind of like the hardest one down to more obvious ones and they're going to try to guess before the other one which movie it is so start it off it's a good game so here we go okay hint number one various unspecified drinks are served in harry housen's restaurant harry housen what the fuck i don't know who the fuck that is two there are quite a few frightening scenes nothing too bad that's really vague dude oh, <laughs> oh my god, god that's so vague there's a couple frightening scenes. They're, they're yeah, a couple bad. frightening scenes and a variety of beverages. Three. Two <laughs> monsters kiss each other on many occasions. Two monsters? Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, okay, you gave us <laughs> the fact that we they're like well-known movies and we've probably seen them. This but these hints, bro, dude. Yeah. Monsters Inc., bro. Monsters Inc. <laughs> Harry Housen. That's the restaurant that fucking Mike Wazowski oh, goes to with the yeah, Alex got that one. The next two hints are going to be a monster's voice is extracted to the point his whole face turns white and may disturb some. Mm -hmm. And five, all monsters never wear clothes. It is a children's movie. You dirty-minded, overprotective parents. Take a break. Yeah, that was oh a good God. one. I'm just bad, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Next up. A man wearing a mask is shot in the back of the head. When the mask is taken off, his blood and brain spill onto the ground. Very brief. Oh, man. Brutal. That sounds cool. Two. Compared cool. to other movies like Seven, <laughs> it is not that violent or disturbing. Okay. All right. I mean, that doesn't give me anything else about the movie. 
three. It's not seven, a, at least. Yeah. A bottle seven. of pills is seen a few times. Fucking, I don't know, dude. Fight Club. Fight Club. wears a mask and <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Devin? It's a Fight Club, dude. It is Fight Club. <laughs> what, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, Devin got it. <laughs> what? The, ne- the next two hints are going to be 80 uses of the word fuck, some uses of shit, damn, and a couple uses of bitch tits referring to a man, occasional sexual dialogue, but nothing notably crude, one use of cock, five oh. uses of balls, some uses of ass, and goddamn. And five, the most graphic scene in the film is a fight scene where a man's face is beaten for about 10 seconds. There is not blood, but it's not... There is blood, but it's not graphic. Dude. So you guys are tied up. Man, I... <laughs> I don't recall it ever. It's showing brains leaking out. I like. I don't. I don't even think it very brief. shows it. I, very they take brief the, it. They says. take the mask off, and you hear blood fucking pour out. But like, and everyone goes ah oh, in the room. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. That. Yeah, <laughs> I just say, dude, it helps to you guys when you just throw out guesses each time, because like maybe you're gonna get it. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Nice job, Devin. Here we go. Thanks, me. This one I'm kind of interested. I feel like it's gonna lean towards Devin getting this one, but we'll see. Um. Number one, there is no vulgarity in this film, but there are some insults, though along with one use of, in the name of. Stand by me. Two, a husband and wife frequently kiss and hug. That's sweet. Three, a female alien is shown wearing a dress which reveals cleavage. Fucking what female aliens? Female aliens. Four. A man is maimed in fire. He screams and squirms as his hair and skin burn off, and we later see his charred living body being operated on. Deadpool? No. Fucking trying to think of aliens <laughs> with this fucking combo. It's men in black, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. You got uh, more hints going here? Hello? Two super battle droids are set ablaze after I the R2-D2. They were harassing a Jexoil all over them and ignites it with a built-in flamethrower. What the fuck? I missed that whole one. Yeah, you're going to need to fucking <laughs> run that back. Two super battle droids are set ablaze after the R2-D2. They were harassing a Jexoil oh, all Star over Wars, them. Oh, Star Wars, dude. God damn it. It's and fucking Anakin's the with... guy that gets operated on. Which Star Wars? Uh, fucking uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that is it. Devin won this one. <laughs> Two to one. <laughs> <laughs> just drop r2d2 in the last hand <laughs> yeah i mean i you guys wanted obvious hints on your number fives so yeah like, that is pretty obvious good yeah god ain't necessary because fuck alien yeah, woman with alien cleavage <laughs> alien yeah dude that shit was blush. blowing me away it was so hard to find shit that didn't say lightsaber um so before we get into the feedbacks we did get one dream sent in um the song this week was love in my pocket by rich brian um this had a music video it came out like the the first music video came out a couple, th- few weeks ago, actually. And it was, like, him just in front of a green screen because he said he didn't have enough money to fund the whole thing with all, all COVID and shit going down. But now it looks like he has finally completed filming the full music video. And holy fuck, it is an experience to watch. It, yeah, experience yeah. is one way to put it, dude. It was very bad vibes for me the entire fucking time. Same, it reminded dude. me of that Spy Kids shit, you know? I, I was talking <laughs> about this before, like floops fucking henchmen and shit yeah uh, they'd be like modeled out of clay and their faces are all fucked definitely i, I can see that it uh not for any of those reasons because there i wasn't there wasn't similarities aesthetically but it really reminded me of michael jackson's thriller just in the way that it's like kind of like a short film for a music video 
and it's like this whole like weird introduction to like what's going on and then and then things start going on when the song starts and then there's like a little ending part <laughs> so i don't know dude it was just weird vibes though all the way through definitely similar to the last music video which is funny because joji's signed to the same label as this guy mm -hmm. um 88 rising um, whereas like the music video is distracting me away from hearing any of the song. Cause yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. a puffy fucking conehead dude, a guy that has, I don't even know. looks like his face was just mashed up. One of the guys they looked kind of normal. Up. He just had a big, big ears and yeah. Yeah. And like fucked up teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, the, yeah. The whole video, weird vibes. And you know, I actually liked the earlier music video better. The one where he's just in front of the green screen. I yeah. think that one was way better. Honestly. Yeah, way better. Um, okay. Are you guys ready for uh, me to read out this dream sent in from good friend of the show, Ryan? Ryan oh, yeah. Curtis? Yeah, dude. Let's go. Okay. This is what Ryan has to say. What's up, boys? Good luck with this one. Dream started off very strangely, where I was riding a skateboard across an open grass field chasing after my brother, and six to eight of his friends. Even though I've only ridden a skateboard once, also normal wheels across a field. I catch up to them all at a diner. I go into the diner and find my brother Alex and his friend Kelton sitting at the same table. So I sit down with them, and talking about some inconse inconsequential stuff. I don't overly remember what we spoke about, and a guy, someone that knew my brother and Kelton, sat down across from me and Kelton next to my brother, and I was getting some bad, and I mean bad energy off this guy. Probably me, dude. Probably Devin. Yeah. Oh, Devin. He starts rambling about how my brother. <laughs> he starts rambling about how my brother's message of love and learning about and accepting loving yourself before worrying about trying to love someone else takes away from the teachings of Jesus Christ. That him spreading a false narrative of what's going on with COVID is going to get thousands of people killed, and that we can't allow my brother to continue doing it. Sounds just like Devin when he's blacked out. Yeah. So my hairs. <laughs> so, so my hairs start raising on my neck. I engage him in conversation. Oh shit. Ask him what false narratives my brother is spreading, etc. Trying to de-escalate, find a way out of the situation. He starts claiming masks don't work, and there's numerous health articles that prove they don't. I, at one point, get heated because he starts saying shit that I'm all... That starts saying shit that I'm just as brainwashed as my brother, and he also gets heated and gets up from the table. So I say, I also make it a point not to judge people based on their beliefs, so I won't judge you based on what you believe, religious or otherwise, but I'll happily listen to your reasons, and I'll show you some of my own factual reasons for my own beliefs. He's walking around the diner and walks back to the table and says, I really didn't want to do this. Pulls out a 9mm. Before anyone can even react, exactly me, slams, slams into the side of my head and pulls the trigger. It's fucking A, Devin. I slump over into Kelton's <laughs> lap, eyes closed right before I hit Kelton's lap, and I literally thought I was dead. I woke up with a loud ringing in my left ear and a huge painful spot on the left side of my head, which still hurts if I apply pressure to it 10 minutes after waking up, now writing it all out. Thought went through my head. This is what it's really like when you die. Then I opened my eyes and realized I'd been dreaming. <laughs> so if you guys could decipher this. First of all, Holy I'm sorry hell. for shooting you in the head, man. I mean, I just couldn't <laughs> Devin, let you, Devin, couldn't let fuck, this go on man. any longer, dude. You're disrespecting our government and saying. Disrespecting our, our Jesus. You need to wear a mask. You're, di you're, you're disrespecting Jesus. And you're going to catch this 9mm because of that. Man, this sounds like a fucking full, wild experience. Um, man. Hard to, hard, to, <laughs> hard to come with some deciphering knowledge here, Devin. Devin, you got anything? 
I, I can't fucking decipher it, dude. Just because I'm seeing myself as the antagonist in this whole dream. <laughs> I literally just can't stop seeing myself as that guy that's shooting. <laughs> well, Devin goes on a Jesus rampage. And uh, uh, I think a, a really good takeaway from this dream is, uh, you know, don't trust nut jobs. And maybe like don't sit down at a diner with uh with people who just wanna just wanna go crazy. Who just wanna go crazy and deny anything that's happening and and start talking about how Jesus is the only way and that he's gonna save us all. I don't know. And especially when he pulls Amen. out a nine millimeter, it's time to leave the restaurant. Amen. <laughs> it's time to leave the restaurant when the dude pulls out a nine millimeter. It's time to you leave heard the it restaurant. here first. <laughs> <laughs> Where's to live by? I'll write a rule or a fucking survival book. <laughs> when they pull out that nine millimeter, you get the fuck out. <laughs> you you don't matter how much biscuits and gravy you got left, you get out of that restaurant. Get on, man. Right? Get on out. <laughs> but all right, fucking dream deciphered. Dream as best deciphered. as best as we could. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was really uh, it's hard it's hard that was a hard to decipher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, alright, I think I, f- I feel like I need to take a shit, so we're just gonna cut it here. Sorry, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming to episode 16 of the Sweet Peaceful. <laughs> Back next <laughs> Monday. Uh, if you guys have any feedback you wanna send us in, any dreams, any, like, any- anything at all, just send it all in. Just send it, send it all in. Send it all. TheSweetPeaceful at gmail.com. Check that every week. But yeah. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks again. Thanks again. Much love. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. And in between us. Everything under the sun. Everything under the sun. You're all family to us. <laughs> it's, all sweet, it's all sweet peace here. It's all sweet. All, all just some sweet peace. It's all sweet peace. Sweet peace with the sweet peace. See you next time. Ha, 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 ha,